Good, good. So can you please let everybody know who you are, what you do, and where are you from? Hi, everybody. So Miss Latoya Latham, everybody else calls me. And I am from Detroit, Michigan, and I am an 11-year experience monster and coach, and I'll soon to be a certified grief support coach as well in January. And I specialize in influencing positive moms and giving them mentoring needed at a safe platform for by coping tools for motherless mothers. Yes, yes. So I hope that y'all heard that. So I know a lot of us are moms and we are looking for extra tips and advice. So please make sure you guys check out um, LaToya at the end. She will be sharing how you guys can follow her and, and connect with her. So LaToya, can you please explain more about what a grief coach do does just so people can have a clear understanding? So what we're not counselors and psychiatrists. We're just pretty much um, coaches who help other people um, get them coping tools um, on how to grieve and how to get through a grieving process. There's actually no steps in grieving. I just recently lost my July, so oh, wow. I'm trying Sorry, to man. get through patient. I appreciate it. Be patient with the grief steps, but I've also been helping other who lost their mother get through. So we're just from coping tools, skills to help you get through day-to-day. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. Um, and Latoya, you kind of going in and out, so I don't know if it's the Wi-Fi and maybe I'll hang up and bring you back in, but maybe you can try to talk again because it's like cutting in and out. Are you okay. under Wi-Fi? I am. Okay. 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 But I can hear you clearly now, so we'll just keep going for now and I'll let you know if we need to go in or out. Okay. So I hope you guys caught that. Um, so that's the, one of the pieces that she do. She is a grief coach for anybody who need help with grieving. And then Latoya, also tell us more about um, what you do for mothers and how you really help them. Well, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that I'm a mom and chief. Um, so mom and chief, I've been, I have an 11-year-old daughter and mm -hmm. I have a four-year-old son. So I've pretty much been using my platform to mentor and support whatever resources that it is, single moms, married moms. Um, I have merchandise. I have some cool merchandise like for us mothers. Too. Um, so, yeah, um, so that's what I do with moms because we all need that to support each other. Yeah. We all need that to just, you know, vent, cry, whatever, because we all know as mothers it can get very overwhelming. Definitely, definitely. Yes. And I just feel like there it can never be enough resources for us moms. So like I say, I'm glad that there are now so many more resources then than what we have. Like your you said your daughter eleven, my son is twelve. So just think ten years ago, these resources was just not available for us. Um that could teach us and kind of um, share advice, give tips. And then especially if you wanted to become an entrepreneur. So I know that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate as well is just being a resource to other moms because it's like they were let, you know, back before they was telling us that you can't raise a business and raise a baby. And it's like, no, that's not true. You definitely can do both. You know, you just have to find whatever balance, find what works for you and reach out to people. You know, find a coach, find a mentor, find a counselor, find somebody that can really guide you and, you know, give you direction. I agree. 
So that leads me into my next question. So what kind of what's your background experience? So what kind of experience do you have um, working as a nine to five before you kind of got into entrepreneurship? So this question is for those ladies who are kind of working a nine to five and they just trying to figure out how to move from a nine to five and go into entrepreneurship. So for me, I've always been caregiving, uh, health care. That's my background. Um, And I left my job after my mom passed away. So I was working a nine to five and running a business Um, and being her caretaker as well. So for me, um, it's kind of just like stepping out on faith and everybody's story is different. So not feel they can just step out on faith. They want to have everything in order, plan A, B, and C. For me, I'm a believer. So if I feel like, okay, God has given me vision to go and do this, then he's going to provide every tool that I need to do it. So I'm going to step away and walk out on faith. And that's what business as well. Wow. He had her business for three years. So I'm learning entrepreneurship just by helping her run her business. Wow, that is amazing. Yes, that is definitely amazing because I definitely have been pushing that lately, you know, letting moms know that I understand we sometimes want to be entrepreneurs, but now we need to start looking at our kids because our kids, they have way more resources than we had growing up. So now it's at the like the snap of their fingers for them to just become an entrepreneur at five-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12, like they are becoming entrepreneurs at such a young age. And it's up to us moms to really support them, like support them wholeheartedly. Like I was just saying on my um, story yesterday, like my son was running his business and didn't even want to tell me because he was scared. He thought that I was going to be mad because girl, he's selling his shoes that I was buying him, you know? So he like, I'm not going to tell my mama because I know she might be mad at me, but I was really happy. Like, you know, you doing something positive and you done turned this into a whole business without even informing me. But now I can support you. I can show you how to get an LLC. I can show you how to save the money. So I just think that's amazing. Like you said, and then we can learn from them because they know the technology, the YouTube, they know this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because I swear I've learned from her because my business is fairly new. Well, I'm in chief this June. So she's been in business since 2016. So I've been, you know, learning the business back in the entrepreneurship just by helping her, showing her the tools. And she shows me as well. Right, right. Wow, that is amazing. So what is the name of her business? Can you share with us so maybe we can follow her and support her business as well? Absolutely. So her business is Polished Puckers by Devani, um, Instagram Polished Puckers, LLC. She creates natural lip balm, natural lip gloss, and natural lip scrubs. And she started it because she suffered from chapped lips. Mm-hmm. And she, we started doing stuff around the house to help her prevent those chapped lips. Because nothing was working what we were buying in the stores, of course. So then we went ahead and started making it. And we came up with the idea to start, you know, making it and selling it to who may suffer from the same thing. So she started off with just lip balm. She launched lip gloss her year into her business. And then mm. she her lip scrubs last year for her 10th birthday. Wow, that is amazing, y'all. That is amazing. Yeah. So I see they dropped her page name. So yes, yeah, so I can go and follow her and check her out. That is amazing, yeah. y'all. So we just encourage any other moms um, like we are to just support our kids and make sure we can just support them um, in everything that they do. 
So I know you talked a little bit about um, working in the healthcare field and you said you just really reached that point of where you was like, forget it. I'm finna step out on faith. And I know that sound easier. So for the women on here who like, they scared because fear is really the number one thing that hold us women back from really going full force and full fledged because we got to understand we the financial piece of, okay, if I quit my job and step out on faith, how I'm going to pay my bills? How I'm going to take care of my kids? So can you share some tips and advice of how you overcame that fears and maybe that can resonate with some of the other women on here? Absolutely. So for me, it took me 35 years to actually find my niche. Um, mm. And it also me to lose my mind to boss my life up. Um, wow. Take my health serious and just focus on my dreams as, you know, making generational um, income for my kids because you only get one life to work. Right. So for me, okay, you're and your generation and your your family and so that was for me to say okay god what's next for me wow. and he showed um i took a class um and i found my niche i like i said i've been doing this for so many years with moms and mentoring and mm. pouring to them it was like okay this is what you do you know these moms the to do it I, I can just tell you you got to do it while you're scared because mm. if you're scared to fail you're failing yourself anyway if Woo. you don't okay <laughs> say it again sis they didn't hear you you got to say it one more time please for the I'm people in the back <laughs> Take a risk. How do you know if, if, if it's not going to work until you try it? You got to be right. a risk taker. You got to be a risk taker. You got to be willing to take a risk. And I always say I was making a joke on one of my lives. I'm like, we take a, a risk on these men that sometimes turn out to not to be no good. We take a risk on friendships that turn out not to work. We take risks yeah. on everything else but ourselves. When it comes to us as women, we neglect ourselves so much. And the time is now. Yeah. Going into 2020. All of us moms, everybody on here, or women in general too, it's time for you yep. to start standing up for yourself and putting yourself first. And that's why I'm glad that whole wave of self-care and self-love and self-everything, that's yep. real, you guys. You got to get to that point where we've been helping everybody else our whole life. Naturally, us women, we are born natural hus I mean, helpers. We want to help everybody. Yep. We want to do everything for our kids, our men, our spouses. But what about us? Yep. We always, we suffer in the end, but now we got to stand up and know, put ourselves first so we can win. And it's okay to put yourself first. <laughs> you get the mom guilt, like, oh, I'm doing this. I need to do this for my kids, but you can't pour into your kids with an empty cup. So you need to be full of yourself and making sure you're pouring into yourself so you can provide what you need to provide for those kids. You can provide what you need to provide for your husband or your, your mate and your business. Yes. Definitely. That is so true. So 
that leads me into my next question um, about healthcare. Okay. We, oh, I wanted to ask you about healthcare because I was a caregiver too. So I was like, oh, we kind of got the same story <laughs> about working in the um, healthcare field. So what you you what job did you work specifically in healthcare, and how did you use any of those experience working in your um, field to help that helps you now? Yes. Um, like I was a caregiver as well. Um, so what I took from that is being able to really just pour into people because when you're a caregiver, you can be in it for the money. Money is not worth it. Um, mm-hmm. but you build those rapports and build that trust. You let that client learn how to love genuinely and provide genuinely. So that's what I learned as far as being a caregiver for so long and then caring for my own mother. So it, it, it kind of came natural for me to just pour into other people. It, it's because, you, like you said, women are naturally nurturers and we love to help other people. So it comes naturally for me to do that. And that's why I feel like so many women and mothers feel so comfortable coming to me for things that they need for that support and for those tools and things like that. Mm, wow, that is amazing. And I asked that because I kind of talked about on my um like on my live yesterday about how women sometimes we forget to think about all the jobs that we worked in and all that experience that we have learned. So I tell people too, that's a way that you can find your niche is by figuring out really write down every job you done had from the time you started working. Think about the information that you done learn. Like we learn so much at these jobs or if you not, because a lot of times, you know, when we were younger, we just get up and go to work and we just wanted to be paid. We didn't care. We wanted to make a check. But now it's time to really look at what you're learning at these jobs because it's, it's teaching you something. And then you can actually turn that experience into a paycheck. So if you know about computer coding, you can do courses online to teach people who need that in their business about how to code. Healthcare. It's just so many different things that we don't work in um, to gain experience. We need to start utilizing that to create a side hustle and make money from it. Until until we can do what we're passionate about. Because I know a lot of times us people, I mean, everybody, we want to figure out starting a business and something that we're passionate about. But right. you might not have the, the funds to fund, to fund that passion. So you might have yep. to do something, some work that you're not passionate about first to make that money, yep. then invest that money into a business that you're passionate about. Yep. Because so, everybody can't quit and just go start a business. That's true. You can't just, and like you said, use what you're learning at your job to either create that business or that hustle. Because even when I was doing my last job, I was doing insurances, billing. So for me, that's going to help me for when I start my support group next year and those who aren't able to pay in cash, we're able to build insurances. So I learned all the back end of that. So that's a that's good amazing. Tip. Yep. definitely definitely so i hope you ladies you know are writing that down because right like she said it's not easy to just quit your job a manifestation journal and every day i write my goals down the same goals every single day just to manifest it into the universe i speak it i pray about it meditate on it because if you know this is what you want to happen then you need to speak it into life yes Yes, I hope y'all got that one. Yes. 
So that is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those tips. And I hope you guys wrote those down. Um, and then what is, do you have any book that you would recommend that you kind of read that kind of help you uh, really stepping out on faith that kind of help you pour it into you about entrepreneurship? Well, you know, it's funny because I actually love Michelle Obama's Becoming book. Mm. I love that book, and I just love how she was just so transparent, and I think that I'm, I'm a lot of transparent like that as well. She gave us, like, all her struggles um, mm. as First Lady before she even made it to First Lady College, her career, and she was actually the one I took my daughter to see her last December. She was actually the one who gave me of mom and chief so mm. that book right there it just helps <laughs> it, it helped me so much to kind of just build my confidence and knowing that you can just really do it the first lady doing this and she's the first lady of the country and she's still doing stuff and doing her goals and living her dreams and now she's on tour with her book you can do whatever you want to do even with kids yes. we have thinking kids is holding us back we're holding us back. Kids not holding us back. We got teenage moms that going to college, getting master degrees, honey. Okay, like they're finishing high school and going to college, doing what they gotta do. So we gotta start pouring that into ourselves while we're pouring into everybody else and just be encouraged. Never envy nobody because everybody they got a story and a struggle. Yes, everybody season. When you it's your season, just do what you're supposed to do. Yes. Oh, look, she gave y'all so many gems. I hope y'all caught all those gems because it is so true. Um, The first one, like she touched on about everybody has a season. Like if you're not in a space of where you 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 feel like, OK, nothing is working for me. Nothing is um going the way it's planned. Just think maybe God not ready for you to go to that next level because he got he see that you got still work you need to do you know and that's why that yep. self-reflection is so true you got to look at yourself to see ask stop and ask yourself if i'm doing am i doing everything that i need to do to go to that next level am i really putting in that extra work what am i sacrificing what am i writing in my journal every day am i praying you know a lot of times we want stuff in our life to change and happen for us, but we're not doing what we need to do to make that change or bring that change. So you can't expect God to bless you when you're not even taking the steps, but you want him to give you a million dollars in your bank account, but you don't know how to save a hundred dollars every week, you know, okay. and this is just, <laughs> this is just real stuff. You know, do you know how to save is your financial, um, it's everything in check. And that's why I talk about having a date with your bank statements. You got to really go back and do all those things and look at what you're doing to see yeah. how and what changes you can make. Right. Budget, budget, budget. Write down everything, your, your expenses. write in a checkbook but I have my little journal and I write out this is what I spent this is my budget for the week or this is my budget for the month just please you gotta stay organized and I wasn't always like that me either. I, I'm not gonna lie really, I was a I was a spender like oh it's, it's a sale I'm gonna go get it you know mm -hmm. but when you are running a business and you're trying to fund that business and be successful in that business you definitely have to work on what you're spending and how you're saving is so important. Yes, you got to get real intentional. You got to get intentional and you really got to set goals. I don't know. 
a lot of people say they don't have goals or they don't, you know, you got to set goals. You got to have a goal, something to look forward to. You you need to know every day you wake up and your feet hit the floor, you need to have a goal, something you looking for, um, looking towards or working towards. You got to have something, um, a clear view of what you're going to spend for the month. And if, listen, you go, if that budget, you hit that budget, then that means you don't buy it. You know, sometimes, you know, you might not be able to eat out for the whole week. You got to pack a lunch. Yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Time to not go out, not hang out, just not by those groups today because I'm trying to focus on this. So sometimes you just got to sit down for a minute and just, you know, it's like you're struggling, but you're really just building and it's okay. Got it. Yes. Yes. So I have okay. another question for you too, Latoya. So with social media, you know, women, you know, you can look on social media and you can get inspired because, you know, you got women that's out here killing it. They got these million dollar businesses. They just doing the thing. But then you can look on social media. Do you ever reach What advice do you have for women who look on social media, but then look at that and feel like they not doing enough or they have a business idea, but they see somebody else already doing it. So they like, oh, well, no, I'm not going to do it because they are already doing it or looking at other people as competitions. What advice could you give to women? Because I know a lot of us, you can look on social media and get distracted. So what tips and advice would you give to someone who may have a business like both of ours, you know, where who want to mentor moms or coach moms? Like what advice would you give to let them know to just do it? Well, it's room for everybody to eat. And I would definitely say do not compare yourself. I know it's easier said than done because mm -hmm. social media is so at all times where everybody is just glamorous on social media. Um, that's why I feel like I love putting my struggles out there. I would, I would be so transparent with you guys so you can know the real me, my struggles and how I got there. Um, and everybody has a story. Everybody has a season. Do not compare yourself. Know what your calling is because you got to have that calling. And don't copy. I mean, you get encouraged by somebody that's doing mm -hmm. something. But at the end of the day, it's what God has called you to do. And this is what he's called you. This is what your purpose is. Know your purpose. Your purpose is not somebody else's purpose. It may go. be similar. If you may love what they're doing, but that's not your purpose, what they're doing. So never copy off of anybody. It just don't be fraud. Be yourself because it feels better being yourself anyway. Because at the end of the day, if you're copying off somebody, eventually it's going to come out. It will come out. Trademarking is so important. Yeah. LLC, copyrights, like that, those things are for real. And you can get hit with some lawsuits. You know, you can get blasted on social media because you know, everybody put everything on social media nowadays. Yeah. You don't want that attention. Focus on what you, what your purpose is. And if that sister is doing something that you feel like is your purpose too, Maybe reach out and see how they can, you know, encourage you and give you some tips for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, not just trying to be in competition. We always, especially black women, we're always trying to compete with one another. No competing. Help that sister. I, yes. I love to help. Help that sister. We all got a story and a struggle. Nobody is better than nobody. We just live in our seasons. 
Yes, I love it. I hope y'all caught them gems because that is so true. And I just wanted to touch on that because I get those conversations too of, you know, women just feeling they either motivated or they depressed because I tell people social media can make you depressed. That's going to give you anxiety because you wake up, you look at women and you you think like, oh, they killing it. But sometimes, like I said, y'all, you don't see what's behind closed doors. And that's why I'm a very transparent person too. So I like to show the struggles um, as well, not just the successes because it's like, no, you don't know what hard work people been putting in behind closed doors to get those things so don't like you said don't compare yourself so look on social media get some inspiration but then get off because you can't focus you don't have a clear view because you so caught up in seeing that this person just posted this million dollar building that they bought or whatever and then you feel like oh i'm not doing good enough or you see a family who just went on a vacation to disney world but don't know they can't pay their light bill you know you don't know what people are doing to do these things so you can't it it, it really would make you stressed and it really would make you depressed and that's why I feel like even now more a lot of people are committing suicide it's just a lot of things that's happening if you don't really get clear and um and really know your purpose and know your passion and really whatever business you create make sure it's something you really want to do because you're going to see the work you're going to see if a person is passionate about it or if they just trying to do it to make the money so because <laughs> and I, I, I always recommend right if you're doing anything for the money just quit now you know because you yep. need to whatever you're doing you need to be able to do that same thing every day and not get paid for it that's how you know when people are passionate about it do that's it right. for real and do it while you broke you know i know a lot of people oh, wait until oh i want to wait till i'm a millionaire to give back or help my community feed the homeless go pick up the trash like any little thing that hard work that sacrifices that you make while you broke that's when god really bless you he need to see how can you help people you gotta bless people with money it don't always take money you see somebody struggling help a sister out like you said you see somebody need help with something small oh i can help you you know without looking for something in return that little stuff, those little seeds, dropping knowledge, being a mentor and a coach in your beginning stages of not getting paid, yep. offering some type of consulting work. Somebody have a question on social media, you see their page, you don't know who they is, but you just give them the information. Do that type yep. of little planting seeds and really look yep. back and then whatever information you gave someone, they done grew into a big business. You should be proud of yourself to say, look. Just by dropping a seed, you change somebody's life. That's right. So, That's so, true. That's so, true. <laughs> so that is the goal. But yes, Latoya, if you guys have any more questions for Latoya, please drop them below. I'm just going to shout out some comments that the ladies are making in the chat. Um, the Realty Group um, say, yes, there is favor and labor. Yes, I love yep. that. <laughs> yes, <Lord. laughs> um, Incredible said, yes, it can. Shante said, there's room for everybody to eat. Yes, there's room yeah. for everybody. I always feel like all of us can start the same business, have the same goal, but we all going to do it differently and we all can make a yeah. million dollars. Like nobody will be eating off nobody else's plate because it's billions of people in the world. Yeah. It's enough room for everybody to win. There is. Um, Incredible said, very true. My very first business fail. Yes, you know, you're going to fail. Like the first business... I mean, I can guarantee you, millionaires, Amazon, I'm pretty sure Jeff Bezos, that was not the first idea he ever created and was like, boom, look at this billion billion dollar idea. It don't work like that, y'all. 
and you're gonna lose money. Be prepared to lose Loops. your first couple of years. Ooh, you're going girl. to gain no money. No, you're not. It's gonna be all going back into the business. All going back into the business. Please don't think, oh, I'm about to start this and I'm about to get this money. No, nope. not true. <laughs> Listen. That is so powerful because people don't see that, too, because I know a lot of times people see like, oh, well, they got a business. They must be doing good. And it's like, no, the first couple of years in business, you got to make investment. And one of the mistakes I made that I would I always share to our entrepreneurs who are getting started. Like I said, I wasn't educated enough about running a business like I could start a business in my sleep. That's just how creative I am. But knowing how to really run a business, pay taxes, pay insurance, all the other stuff that goes into hiring employees employees, all the other stuff, that's the stuff you need to do your research in now. So even if you're not starting a business, people want to know they looking for good credit or how to build their credit and they looking for funds, but you're forgetting the piece about knowing how to run a business, grow a business and sell a business. That's the, the key piece that you have to have. And then also knowing about investing the money back into the business, because a lot of people are starting business, going to buy Gucci bags, going to buy Chanel, Going to buy a car, a house, all the stuff, but your business is not even bringing in enough revenue to keep scaling. Yep. Struggling. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you got, and this, we laughing y'all, but it's so serious. You got to be real yep. intentional and make sure you understand because this is the only way you can come into a field or any field or any business and really grow it and go to that next level to bring in enough money where you can say, I'm, I'm good. I don't got to work no more. Okay. Because that takes years. <laughs> it takes years. We just hired some people for my daughter's company this year. In okay. her third year, we hired help. It was just me and her. And I used to be like, oh, we got this. It's just me and her. We got this. Honey, we are still in her kitchen making all of our product at home. We didn't manifest it. We said, oh, we're going to hire employees first. And then we're going to get into a factory. And then we're going to get into some stores. Yes. We got to have. That's what the plan is. <laughs> I know that's right. And that is just so amazing. Just be by her side, believing in her. Listen, y'all. Because it's hard to find people like us. You know, we're older now. People who really just believe in you, that see your vision, that see your passion, see your hard work. It's hard to find people. That's why I know we hear a lot about people saying, oh, my family don't support me. My friends don't support me. You know, they not going to support you. But I always tell people, don't get mad at them. Because a lot of times they can't support you because they don't understand what you do. You haven't been clear and intentional and told them and really explained to them. You don't have a business plan. You don't have a pitch. You can't even tell me what your business do in 30 seconds so how can you get mad about somebody not supporting you when they don't even understand the scope of